the best in the world. I've been the best ever since day one on this microphone, in that ring, even in commentary. And trust me when I tell you, I am the hottest property in this industry today. Nobody can touch me. The only thing that's real is me, day in and day out. I am the best in the world. Do I have everybody's attention now? What up, people? Welcome to another edition of the Salty Thoughts of Donnie U podcast, featuring the one and only Donnie U. That's the word of what he does. I'm coming to y'all a week late. Matter of fact, a day late. Because, you know, I drop on Saturdays now. But y'all getting this shit on a Sunday. So consider yourself blessed. Now, let me stop. Um... I really, as what happens most weeks, I really couldn't think of anything to talk about. Um, this past week, I'm not going to lie, I kind of detached myself from sports. So, I mean, I know what's going on, but not really in depth enough to really talk about. So I was going to be like, you know what? I ain't think I'm going to which car. I'm going to do a podcast this week. So... What happened was, I'm on my break yesterday from my shoot job, and I come back, and I'm like, you know what, maybe I, yeah, I ain't going to do one today, I don't know, I'm just not feeling it. So, I get on my phone, and I realize, or should I, yeah, I realize, I forgot that Versus was on. And I'm not gonna lie. Uh, shoot, the last couple months when the verses come on, I don't really be watching that shit. Uh, you know, I, most of the time what I do is if it's a if it's a good matchup that I like their music of, I'll wait until the next day until the playlist is on title, and then I'll just enjoy it that way. Every minute's like that. But last night was something different. Something in particular made me go on Instagram, go into the verses, and watch it live. And what was that instance? The instance was, it was Ghostface Killer versus Raekwon the Chef. Both from the Wu-Tang Clan. And when I first heard of this matchup, I'm like, that makes no sense. They got all these songs together. And then the solo songs. I mean, Ghost is going to wash right. But it brought back a lot of memories. So I'm like, you know what? Let me tune in. And boy, am I happy that I tuned in. When I say it took me back to 95 when the original purple tape came out and I was about what yeah I was going to turn 19 I was I think it came out right before my 19th birthday came out right before my first son was born 
So a whole flood of emotions came to me. And then I said, Eureka, while I'm watching this, I'm like, I got a topic for my podcast. I got a great topic for my podcast. So that's what I'm going to do this, this, this edition. I'm going to talk about the verses last night and how it correlate with the emotions I was feeling. Also, while watching the verses, I remembered how the verses concept came to be. Everybody was quarantined. Everybody was stuck in their crib. None of these artists could perform. Everybody needed a break. Everybody needed some type of outlet to kind of put their mind away from the situation that we're still going through a year later. And then that made another bubble pop up over my head. Oh, shoot. It's been a year since the onset of this pandemic. So I'm going to combine the two. And that's what this that's what this episode is going to be about. So uh, without further ado, let's get this shit on the road. Good night and goodbye. Continuing from the intro, it's been a year, actually a year and two weeks to be exact, of the beginning of the shutdowns, beginning of the quarantine, beginning of the end of what we consider normal. And now, as everything it's starting to open back up prematurely in a lot of cases, but starting to open back up. You know, people getting stabbed in the arm. We have new president. And there's a large segment of the population that are saying, well, you know, once, uh, once everybody gets stabbed in the arm and you know, or and or we reach herd immunity, we could go back to normal. Normal. Back to the way things were. Now, I have a problem with that. Me particular me in particular. We will never get back to normal. I don't even want to hear the term, and I've used it in the past myself. Yeah. The new normal. No. The next stage more like. Like. Why would we want to go back. To the way things were. When certain things. That we've been forced to do. During this pandemic. Has actually exposed. That we've could have. We could have been doing. These things. In these certain ways. A long time ago. We're in 2021. When I was growing up, one of my favorite cartoons was the Jetsons. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe we're pretty much in the time around the you know around the time that the Jetsons were supposed to be made in the 2000s. Remember, the Jetsons cartoon came out in the 60s. They were the futuristic version of the Flintstones, which also came out in the 60s. 
Meanwhile, I mean, we got a little bit of technology from the from the um, from the Jetsons. You know, we got FaceTime. They call it the Visiphone. Uh, due to the lack of space, real estate is not so much building wide; they're building up. So now you have the concept of airspace. We have we really don't. I mean, we have robots, but we don't have robots like Rosie. I mean, there's a whole bunch of shit. We're not flying around in the air by ourselves with jetpacks. You know, our cars are still on the ground. We don't have like the witch guard, like the combination uh, aircraft slash car. We don't have none of that shit. But what technology has shown is a lot of people that work in office buildings, nine to fives. Due to the pandemic, they was able, they was they was forced to uh, work from home via uh, video conferencing. You mean to tell me these people want to go back into an office and be a nine to five slave when you can get just as much work done, if not be more productive at home with less stress, more comfortability? Now the schooling aspect, that's that's kind of different. I feel like you know maybe high schoolers to a certain degree, pretty much they probably work better with just getting the syllabus, getting your assignments, and getting your assignments done. You know, after a little bit of teaching. But do they really need to be in a classroom? I don't know. There's something to be said about. You know, learning how to be social around other people and especially in that stage of development. Who knows? I mean, for the younger kids, yes, that's definitely true. But when you're about to go into college, a lot of colleges nowadays, shoot, they give you an assignment. They give you a, which go at the date that it's due and pretty much you're on your own. You go into the class, you, you get the lecture, and pretty much you're left to decipher it through your own devices. You mean to tell me the days of having to spend 30, 40, 50 stacks to go to college? You don't think that's been exposed for the fact of, for you know, a lot of these campuses that have been closed? These students have actually excelled in some cases doing the work remotely. But that will never change because the cash cow that is college will continue to be hungry and need to be fed. Why? Who the fuck knows? But I think that's one of the things that's probably never going to change. But, um, I mean, you flash, flash back to the beginning of all this. Where food was scarce. That there was a limit to the amount of people that could be in one place. So a lot of times when you went food shopping, if you weren't one of the people that uh, like to do Instacart and get the food delivered to your house, have somebody shop for you and have it delivered to your house. A lot of times you would have to go to these establishments pretty much and try to get there when it first opened. And then everybody had the same idea 
Because you're figuring, bro, when I, if I get there when it first opens, it's going to be empty. I can go in and out and get back home to to the safe confines of my house. You know how many people had that same idea? So by the time you got to the supermarket at 7 o'clock in the morning, you're on a line like two blocks long. And then when they open the door, it's like a mad rush for like supermarket suite. The roads were empty. Places that you would normally have to take about half hour, 45 minutes to get to. You get there about 20 minutes flat. The streets were empty. Empty. Parks barren. Now, as somebody that I've said in the past has been a big advocate of social distancing before all, before social distance, before social distancing was a thing, didn't really make me no difference. I I loved it. The street was mine. The roads were mine. My job was mine. Those who know know. Those who don't figure it out. But um, I'm not saying I want to go back to those extreme cases, but as we just passed the first official day of spring, and it's a nice day today, it's about 60 degrees, I'm sitting in my car, I'm hot, I got the window cracked so you don't have to hear any unnecessary noise, and I see more and more people outside. Why? Because, um... Why not? And I don't know exactly how to feel about that. I really don't. I mean, it's almost like I'm in a melancholy mood of, darn, kind of longing for days, um, for, for things way back then. I'm a strange creature to, to begin with. So that's a little bit not, that's not out my wheelhouse. But um, the one thing I will say is that I really hope that people appreciate what's yet to come now based on what we've just gone through. A lot of lessons should have been learned. I doubt they were. But a lot of lessons should have been learned. The fact that people have probably learned how to survive with less, you would believe, would do them well in the future. But then the opposite can be true. Being the fact that people have had to deal with less over the last year when they're able to get to a more stable more stable place they might overdo it they might just go crazy i was telling my friend my best friend my brother the other day this summer summer 2021 is going to be very peculiar and i and i'll say this and this is the reason why I say this. Or should I say it? People are desperate. People have been desperate. The more things that are open and the more things that 
go back to quote unquote normal. The more the discrepancy between the quote unquote have and have nots are going to be on display. Some people have only been able to get the quote unquote stimmy last March, this January, and as recently as a week ago. Once that stimmy is gone, do you think there's going to be any more government money being bestowed to the masses? I'm so fucking pissed off right now. Y'all don't have, y'all have no idea how pissed off I am right now. Pardon me for the tangent, but here it goes. Between the time that I started recording this podcast and the time that I'm recording this particular segment of the podcast, I'm currently pretty much home. I'm in front of my building. And you're wondering why would you be pissed off if you're pretty much home in front of your building? Well, that's because unfortunately, well, fortunately for y'all, but unfortunately for me, I'm still in my car studio. Do you know why I'm still in my car studio? Because I've been looking for a parking space for the last 25 minutes. This shit is getting ridiculous. I mean, it's almost like you're being punished because you got a freaking car. To make matters worse, I just looked in my rear view of said studio and saw that somebody just got a parking space that I greatly desire. Yeah. So this segment is going to be a little more salty than maybe your taste buds are ready for. But um what I was going to start about start talking about was the actual verses. Ray versus Ghost. Both from the Wu-Tang clan. Like I said in the intro. The purple tape, only built for Cuban links. The original came out in 1995, the summer of 1995. And when I say that summer, you could not pass a car, a car that was blasting it out there, blasting out this system. You couldn't turn on the radio without hearing incarcerated scar faces ice cream and a bevy of other hits and on my way home I really start thinking about the purple tape like literally for people who don't know the reason why it's called the purple tape is because in the 90s we were listening to cassettes wasn't there wasn't any CDs out. Very few people are listening to records, even though they're back in play over the last decade or so. We were listening to cassette tapes. And a couple artists, when they dropped their tape, they would actually, the tape would actually uh, be colorful. Like um, I remember Master Ace, his tape was yellow. 
Slaughterhouse. Um, Red Man. His tape, There's a Dark Side, was red. Hence, Red Man. And then Ghost and Ray came out with the purple tape. Now, the story goes that the reason why they made the tape purple was to kind of like emulate how it was in the hood when you was hustling. You know, red caps, green caps, yellow caps. The color of your cap kind of pretty much described where you was getting your product from. So Ghost and Ray was like, yo, I should is the hottest on the block. I should is the hottest in the hood. Our product is moving. So they call this shit purple. Hence the name of the purple tape. I'm going to make, like I said, um, 95. You couldn't tell me I, I didn't have no Italian in me. The mafioso, the Rue Gambinos. Ray was Lex Diamonds. Ghostface was Tony Stark. Method Man was Johnny Blaze. The genius. The RZA was... What the... F Bobby Steele. Master Kill, I believe, was Noodles. <laughs> Shout out to Noodles. Those who don't know, those who don't, y'all ain't going to know. <laughs> That's a little inside, inside info for those who know. Shout out Noodles. But um, you couldn't tell me I didn't have no Italian in my family. Like, to a certain degree, to a certain degree, Donnie Ooh, my name, started from Don C. And you're like, Don C? That's kind of, what does that mean? Well, when I was on my purple tape Wu Gambino shit, my shit was Don Capiche. I'm the Don. Understand? Over the years, of course, you know, that shit kind of went from Don C to Donnie Ooh because I live in the world of Ooh. Shout out to De La Soul. But um, that's that that's what that's what type of hold they had over the culture. That's what hold they had over their listeners, over their fans. So when I turned on, when I went on Instagram and and watched it, a warm feeling came over my body, and it wasn't fever. Warm feeling came out of my body of reminiscing. But um, I, I I went totally off topic from what I was going to say. But anyway, I'll bring it all back together. Listening to them last night, I came to two conclusions. One, man, we will never get that error back again. I'm, I'm going to be 45 this year. So I was 19. Right, I was about to be 19 when it dropped. They were 25. When they made this masterpiece, meaning they're about 50 now. It'll never be replicated again. Also. Would Ghostface Killer be the ghost that we know and love in today's climate of political correctness? <laughs> Toward the end, they did the which go ahead, uh. They did the Jodeci remix of Freaking You. 
which if you was around back in the day, when you heard that, you was like mind blown. Like, yo, Ghost and Ray on an R&B track. When I say they killed it, they fucking killed it. So when they start, they did, they went in the bag and brought that out. And Ghost was doing his verse. Matter of fact, Ray picked it. That was that was his actually his pick. So he did his verse because he he pretty much sets off the original. And you know you had to have Ghost put do his verse, even though it was Ray's turn. And Ghost started with the acapella. Matter of fact, before they started with the, he started with the acapella. They were singing the Jodeci chorus in unison. It was a beautiful time. If I wasn't at my place of place of business, if I was home, man, and I had the yak poured. Oh, but yeah, so go start doing his acapella and then DJ caught on and, 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 and dropped the beat back on it. And it took me back to 96 when the shit dropped. But listening to the lyrics, as much as I love the lyrics, there's no way in hell Ghost could drop that verse in today, day and time. If you watch the video, and I'm quite sure you can see cop, you can see uh, the video all over the place on YouTube and everything. People recorded the video, the whole whole verses. But if you watch the video of when they were doing freaking you and Ghost was going in, Ray was in the background and he was like waving his head like, yo, this is like, yo, forgive us. This is like 25 years old. You had to be there to know what, what it was. But just Ghost's whole aura, I don't think he could do that shit now. But then again, if he was coming out now, maybe he would be the reason why the wave would change. Who knows? Bunch of hypotheticals. Who the fuck knows? But like I said, I, I mean, I'm, 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 I was looking, you know, I was, I, you know, I was intently watching and I'm having like little picks in my mind like yo they should drop this yo they should pull this out the bag yo this they should get this out the cut like the type of rap that i loved especially in my formative years in my teenage years in my young 20s early 20s i liked the non-pc lyrics i liked utterly disrespectful lyrics like one of my favorite albums that I grew up with was Vagina Diner by Akinelli. You know Akinelli? Fuck me for free? Or fuck you for free? Yeah, Akinelli. He had his... The title of his debut was named Vagina Diner. He had a song on said debut about how much he loved his girl. But he wanted to get the fuck out of the relationship. He had another song about how he felt like, I guess, that homegirl trapped him. 
with a seed that he didn't want. Well, he, not, not the fact that he wasn't ready for it, he didn't want. So he drop kicked in the stomach. Yo. <laughs> Masterpiece. Masterpiece. If you listen to it, even though it's kind of vile when you, when, when you, when you really think about it. But the way he made the songs was masterpiece. So Ghost goes along that line, but he's a little bit, he's way more lyrical and he's way more charismatic. And just the way he's a fucking master of words, you know, he get he got away with it. He can still get away with it probably. But he has two songs. One is Close and Dear to My Heart, which is called Wildflower. From his debut album, Iron Man. I was hoping, I was like, yo, play Wildflower. Yo, play Wildflower. Didn't play it, which I guess is understandable. Another one, I believe, is Jihad from the second Only Built for Cuban Links, where pretty much he's trying to school his son about this scandalous broad that evidently both of them was piping. I'm like, yo, pull out Jihad. Yo, pull out Jihad. Didn't get my wish, so I guess I'll just listen to my personal collection. It was just a beautiful thing, but this brings me all the way back to the beginning of how I started this podcast about it's been one year since quarantine. It's been one year since quarantine. And the first of these Instagram that was in, ended up turning turn into verses was D Nice Quarantine Radio. No matter of fact, Quarantine Radio was Tory, who shall not be named Lanes. <laughs> but yeah, it was. I think it was. It was. It was. It was Club D Nice or some shit like that, where everybody. I think at one one day, at the beginning, there was almost like a million people on the stream. Just to get a taste of what at the time we were missing. And now it's evolved to now they actually have fucking mini concerts. Before it was just like you was in your crib. The other person was in their crib. They put the phone up and they pretty much played track, track, track for track. I mean, it blew up to the point that Swiss and Timberland was actually able to sell the rights of verses to Trilla for who knows how many million dollars, millions of dollars. So now they got the setup where they go to a studio or a club or whatever, and they're on stage and pretty much they're doing them and for, for the masses. But, um, Ray and Ghost, Wu Tang all all together. They were nine members, and each member had a distinct distinguishment of their style. Every member had their own style, even though that Ghost and Ray were the closest in style. They were very, 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 very different from one another. And that's why they matched so well. You had Method Man and his stoner rap. 
You had the genius who pretty much was a genius with the bars. You had the RZA, the architect of everything. The beats, the sound, the soundscape. All of that. You had Cappadonna that came out the blue from Staten Island. All of them Staten Island, by the way. But yeah, Cappadonna came out the blue on ice cream and just slayed the shit. Cappadonna was like one of my top five routine, routine members. Everybody had their own style. Meanwhile, you fast forward 25 years later and everybody in the industry has the same style. I'll leave that to a later date on how the current state of music is. You know, I'll drop my state of state of address of, 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 of music maybe in a couple couple weeks or a couple months or something. Later date. But yeah, it was it was it was a beautiful thing. It was a beautiful thing. If y'all are interested, like I said, go on YouTube, just put in Ghost and Ray, Ghost versus Ray versus and it's gonna pop up. It's about two and a half hours. And when I say I watched it, I watched it pretty much from the beginning. Cause you know what? Guess what? They was actually start. They actually started on time. So I watched it from beginning to the end, and those two hours flew by. It remin- It made me start reminiscing of at the beginning of this when there was one of the first verses was DJ Premier versus the RZA. They went about three hours. And just the stories in between the tracks, it just brought me to back to my youth. Back to my youth, back to my golden era, my golden age. You know, the 80s were great. You know, if you wasn't affected by Reaganomics. But the 90s, especially when you was at that age, you can move around and really truly appreciate shit. I'm still catching jewels from 25 years ago when when I listen to this shit. That's what you call timeless music. Not a lot of people make timeless music. But those two brothers definitely do. Salute to Ray. Salute to Ghost. Salute to the Purple Tape. Oh, yeah. Before I get out of here. They announced that there's going to be a purple tape number three coming soon. And I, for one, will be first in line to cop it. Well, that brings me to the end of another edition of the Soul to Daughter Donnie U podcast. It's been an interesting edition. Right before I press record on this outro, I found the parking space. Yay. But while I'm maneuvering into the parking space, I'll look over to my left and I see a guy and I'm like, why is he looking at me? Now, in my neighborhood, there's like three prime spots where people usually go to panhandle. You have the corner of Eastern Parkway and Street that will not be named. You have the corner of St. John's and such and such Avenue, which will not be named. And uh, someplace else. So I'm pretty much 
at the first destination that I described. So I'm like, okay, okay, all right, fine. So what, you're going to hold the parking spot for me? So I'm getting into the parking spot, and I parked the car. And I'm like, you know what? Let me finish this podcast up before I go in the crib. And, of course, here it comes. Excuse me. Sir, excuse me. Okay. Now, I'm going to say this, and it might not be popular. I consider myself a pretty open-hearted person. Am I selfish in a lot of ways? Yes. But for the most part, I'm an open-hearted person. Now, if someone asks for change or what have you, and, um, you know, my gut tells me it's on an up and up, not a problem. If I have it, fine. But I don't have hard-earned money to give to anybody that wants to just smoke my fucking money and then they get upset like dude tells me he's like yeah yo i just switch court mind you mind you where i'm at it's not i mean there's a couple stores around but he's like yeah i just want i'm trying to get like five dollars five dollars wow that sounds like a personal problem here, I got something. I got another five for you. A five and a zero with a decimal in front of it. Because I don't know, just by happenstance that the dude might have been telling the truth. Might not be what you want, but you're going to get what I have. <sighs> Some bullshit. Anyway. But that, you know, that, that, that makes it bad for the people who actually are in need of help. It makes you, it makes somebody very cynical. It makes somebody very, I won't say paranoid, but it just makes you very cynical. And I'm a cynical person by birth. Also a pessimistic person, if y'all haven't, if y'all, y'all haven't known. But, um, yeah, it just, it makes, it makes you, which it makes you think twice the next time somebody asked you for something but anyway that's just me venting yeah so yeah i actually got this episode in the books i can't believe how i did it but i did it so congrats to me next week next saturday i will be dropping hopefully i'll have a lot more on my mind to talk about than what I talked about, but I think this suffice. This is this sufficed for now. Um, if not, once again, you can drop a question of any type to Donnie Ooh at gmail.com. Matter of fact, let me repeat that again. Donnie dot ooh at gmail.com that's d-o-n-n-i-e dot double o double h at gmail.com drop a line if i have nothing to talk about and i get some i get some real interesting questions i might just say you know what there'll be a fucking mailbag edition who knows who knows what the future will bring once again 
I'd like to thank each and every one of y'all that uh, tune in to listen to your boy. Before I forget, let me get a big shout out. Close friend of the family, Whitney, help me hook up my own website. My own website, yeah. Where you can get all things Donnie Ooh at. You can get, you can listen to the Donnie Ooh podcast. You can listen to Donnie Ooh's mu- music. And you can have a link to teespring.com where you can get all your Donnie Ooh merchandise. So to do it to Donnie Ooh merchandise, to be exact. So big shout out to Whitney. And um, as usual, I keep on, I'm looking at the time like, yo, this outro is supposed to be like a minute. I'm going on six. So y'all already know what that means. Goodbye. Bye. Got stacks like the international house of pancakes. The man makes motion in bed. Watch it stand straight, your fat body. Come and build with God body. Hardly any chicken heads, fake jacks. A ride bomber, use a cover girl. Living well, lady. Watch the chrome spin, gorilla grill. Check out the million dollar lady. GS spins, niggas with all the wins. Baby girl, slide in, let the legs spurt, nigga. Massage your skin. What's your name? Lex, last name Diamond. Icy earring shining. What's your occupation? Crazy rhyming. Use a Queen killer, so I'ma feel you like Exxon. Woo and Jodeci is like cousins. You see me posted at the garden party, sweat dripping on my fly shit, rolling with some niggas robbing. What thousand dollar links on? Yo, shorty got money in the stash to drink on. Every time I close my eyes, I wake up feeling so horny. Can't get you out of my mind. Sexing you is all I.
your feet up on my glass table Grab the remote, baby, check my niggas on cable I got the Hey Love album plus Dota said Roll this up, the easy water's near the ashtray Full moon skunk, weed up all up in the room You got the munchies, ice cold milk and on the dunes How you like it, baby? I like it on the sink You freak me, butt naked in the long meat Yo, I like my pad, but you warm Study Islam, play it off if my wife call You're my cousin Dawn Solomon had many wives, I see many thighs Stab me like knobs I'm trained by your chinky eyes Your razor baby, this is stick up, throw your legs up You fake freak in the morning cause at midnight you gave up You had me harder than the roller quarters You felt the snakehead, you can't cook, you can't fuck Chick, your act is dead, hit the icebox, wrist, grab me a barrel Can't explain it no clearer, you be the one lately staring in the mirror Jodeci style, Casey, Jojo, Delvin, Devontae all day like Harry Belafonte Yo, yes y'all, yes, check it It be the Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang Jodeci joint, pulling ladies like a hamstring Take the joint, y'all, word up 96, the year 2000 going on like cousins Check it out, half dozens Chicken heads, I get the plucking